Guys, what's good? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and today we are talking about how you may be selfish. You may be a very selfish person without realizing it, um, especially if you consider yourself a giver. I get a little bit spicy, so hold on to your seats. Um, but beyond anything, this is not an um, attack or a shaming thing, but it is going to be some very necessary perspective as we continue in self-care September. Sometimes we are selfish in ways that we think we're doing um, right by others, but in actuality, we're not. Okay? So, if you're driving, seatbelt. Do it. If you're at home, seatbelt. <laughs> and do it. All right? Uh, get some water. Take a deep breath. Um, get a pen and paper. And come along for this ride. All right? Stay tuned. here for a couple of days i'm i'm out i'm leaving and he's like wait so babe 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 where you going <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> it's come and gone but um another special birthday shout out my other bestie uh shout out happy birthday to my homie mal um another one of those great humans that uh our friendship is very serendipitous in a lot of ways um and it's just only grown in such a, a great way. And I think, you know, the best thing that you can do for yourself is to not count the rings <laughs> of a relationship like a tree, like to see how old it is, but instead look at the health of that tree, right? Sometimes we get caught up in how long we've known somebody that we overlook the health of the relationship, throughout that duration. And sometimes you meet people uh, later, right? And you don't know them for as long, but the relationship, um, it does this thing and it does its thing when it just becomes something greater. Like over time it grows and develops. And the reason why is because both people are working on themselves and they bring that back to the relationship. That's the best kind of interaction and connections you can have with anybody. People who are doing the work on themselves and also being attentive. Well, because they're doing the work on themselves, they're very attentive in the relationships that they have. So Mal is one of those people, solid ass human, dope, um, a Virgo. <laughs> 
But again, just one of those great humans I'm, I'm, I'm definitely grateful to know and value. And it's her birthday. So happy birthday, homie. I appreciate you. Um, Eat some cake. Let's go. Um, yeah, guys. How are you? What's the tea? What's the tea in the streets? Mercury, I think, is still in retrograde. So if you're feeling weird, you're dealing with some relationship stuff. Yeah, it's definitely been like a weird energy shift in a lot of ways or like uh, come to pass moments. Some people say come to Jesus moments, but it's, it's you know, these revelations and, and realizations of things. Uh, and I don't know how this came up, but it was the concept of. If you are a people pleaser, right, or you think you're a people pleaser or you consider yourself an empath, all these other things where you are always hyper aware or doing what you can for other people, um, you might actually be very selfish. <laughs> and even if you're not those things, let's use um, a breakup keeps coming to mind, right? your thought process is like, well, I don't want to, um, in this relationship because I don't want to make the other person feel bad. I don't want to make them, you know, think that, you know, this, this, and this, or, um, I, it's their birthday coming up or something, right? You're being selfish <laughs> because what's really happening is, is that you you don't want to make an uncomfortable decision that's going to make you feel funny. A lot of times when we say we don't want to make these other people feel bad, da, 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 what it actually is, is I don't want to experience the feelings of, aka disappointing somebody. Or holding a boundary with a person. Or telling somebody how they made me feel. Why? Because it's like, well, I don't want to deal with that. And, you know, maybe it's not so bad. And then you start gaslighting yourself. And you're, you're telling yourself, yeah, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I'm overreacting. And this is all a ways for you to kind of um, talk yourself out of doing the hard work. Hard work. Because you don't want to be uncomfortable. That's being selfish, right? Whenever we are, whenever we are preventing someone from experiencing the consequences of their actions, we're being selfish, right? Because, and I've learned this too, and I'm still learning, because what it is, is that we're, while we think we're taking care of people, we're actually not. Like, think about it. Let's say you were holding off on breaking up with somebody, right? And you're like, well, it's not the right time yet. It's not the right time to break up. It's not the right time for you. <laughs> but there's always a right time to exit 
a relationship that's not healthy. The reason why is because this this, this is what happens. This is the uh, the process of what happens. The longer you resist, resist. Woo-hoo, the longer you exist in a relationship that you know is not good, or it hasn't been making you feel good. And I'm not talking about you know. Because there's a, a, a difference between someone who's expecting another party to complete them. I go, yeah, this person doesn't make me happy. Or this person doesn't do this. It's like, well, what are you doing for your happiness? Like, what are you doing for your peace of mind? Like, how are you advocating for yourself? How are you doing the little things that bring you some joy and peace? Like, how are you doing that? Or is the expectation on the other person? And I was watching this TikTok the other day. There's a, a creator that I follow. She's dope. Um, but she said something that was so cool in the sense of like, there are people who get into romantic partnerships. And I've talked about, you know, friendships being relationships for a very good reason. Because she was like, there are people that get into relationships and they expect one person to fulfill all their needs and she was like you know the whole quote it takes a village right it takes a village it takes a community because everybody has a different purpose in your life etc but for some reason as we get older that gets thrown out the window and now we're like oh yeah this is my person and they're supposed to do any and everything for me they supposed to check all the boxes basically that is now my one and only relationship that i'm supposed to have in life now because nothing else matters and that's where people fuck up because what happens when that relationship is no longer working out right where do you have to go? Or, you know, that relationship is all you have and you stop really experiencing growth or life because it's you guys kind of just interacting with each other and that's it, right? And, you know, friendships bring a different essence to your life, right? A healthy family, different essence, you know? Um, things outside of just this particular relationship. And... Onto that, let's say that the relationship is no longer working out, right? It is not working. And you're holding on for dear life, trying to make it work. Now, there's a difference between conflict, right? Conflict resolution and trying to force something that is not working. When you start doing that, what happens is you become resentful, right? The more you you, you wait on your heels about... Um, and in a relationship of any kind, you start resenting the person. The reason why is because you start finding every single thing that this person does to be distasteful, deplorable, and you're not seeing anything. It's just kind of like, it's festering, right? Until the point now it becomes a bigger thing. And then the other part is like, wait, why didn't you say anything? And sometimes they may be aware of stuff, but overall, you didn't say anything. So it's like, whether they knew or not, you did not do your due diligence, right? And now they're pissed. Now you're pissed. And now it's like this whole thing. Here's the deal. Sometimes we're worried about disappointing people. You cannot, if you are doing for yourself, you will disappoint some people. And the disappointment will not necessarily come from what you're doing. It will come from what you're not doing. And you not being everything for everybody is going to make people unhappy. The reason why is because it's not the relationship is no longer existing on their terms. Right. 
And a lot of people you interact with are kind of selfish anyway, where they only worry about themselves. But you don't want to step out of this confine of, well, I don't want to, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to make a big deal or whatever. Listen, I don't care how you spend it. Your peace is a big deal. Your relationships are a big deal. How you're treating them are a big deal. Take shit personal, right? Take responsibility for your relationships very personal. The reason why is because it's energy, it's investment, right? It's constantly showing up to. That's personal. That's personal. I don't believe in not taking my personal relationships personal. Like that shit just doesn't make sense in my head. So when people say things, oh yeah, don't take this personal, whatever. There are certain things I am going to take personal. And the reason why is because it's an indication of the respect that exists in this relationship. Also, it's an indication of your character. Also, it's an indication of your willingness to be present or make effort outside of your convenience. So yeah, all of that to me is very personal. I take my relationships very personal, right? Who you are as a person, I don't take personal. That's not me. Like, that's not my charge, right? That is not my charge. But how this relationship is treated and how your behavior influences me or affects me, yeah. I'm going to take that personal. Why? Because they are my personal feelings, right? And it's such a play on words when we say don't take things personal, Um when people say it. It's like, look, at the end of the day, if you're doing some shit that makes me feel funny, I'm going to take that personal. How I handle it is solely up to me. Yes. But my personal interaction with you has not been good or has not felt good. or Maybe it has felt good. But either way, it's a personal interaction. It's a personal exchange. Okay. So I'm going to have some information or receipts on that experience. It's personal, period. Okay. Um, a lot of times people say don't take things personal because they don't want to take personal responsibility for what they're doing, right? A lot of the things that get thrown around nowadays, I, I think is starting to have a light, uh, a spotlight put on it because it's unhealthy, it's toxic, it's manipulative, it's abusive, right? What it does is it dismisses people and their experiences. We are responsible for other people. I don't give a shit who says otherwise, if you are in relationship with someone else, you are responsible for how you treat them, right? You may not be responsible for somebody's history, but you are definitely responsible for the new history that's created because of your inter interaction with them, period, point blank. So yeah, if you are affecting my feelings, right, there's two different things. I can be... Um, I can be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody can be a placeholder for past experiences, right? When we talk about trauma and everything like that. Somebody can drop a damn pin and that sends me into like a spiral. They weren't aware of it. They just dropped the pin. I'm like, oh shit, my bad. But now I'm feeling all these things, right? Unbeknownst to them, Okay. That in itself, look, they are not responsible for it. But if they continue to drop that pen and they know how it makes me feel and how it affects me, they have now become responsible for the history that they're recreating. You get what I'm saying? Right? Whenever somebody says, you know, your feelings are valid or, you know, I can't control how you feel, you can influence how I feel, though. 
you can definitely influence how I feel. And a lot of people know that. They're being selfish. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But on the receptive end, if you are the type of person that's always trying to keep the peace and not rock the boat, listen, sometimes you got to recognize you're being selfish. If you're the type of person that's always showing up and doing the extra extra work to sustain relationships, you're also being selfish. The reason why is because you are not allowing there to be consequences in the space of the relationship with the other person because you fear disappointing somebody, you fear asking for needs, you fear having needs because you worry that somebody's no longer going to like you. And let's break that down. If you fear that, you know, taking care of yourself is going to drive people away. I can't stress this enough. That's great. Because that tells you what the relationship is based on. If I'm only cool, as long as I don't have needs, then that means that the other person benefits from the relationship more than they're willing to be an asset in it or invest in it. You got me? You know, and the goal is to be in spaces where you are valued just like you're willing to value others, right? And I, something that, like, irks me a little bit, I'll be, uh, be genuine with you guys, is if I post something and I talk about, you know, the experiences of recognizing what relationships are and what they're not. Or like simply asking somebody, hey, what is it that you value about me? And some people are like, I don't want to ask that because if I ask that, I'll have nobody. What? Are you listening to what you're saying? You didn't have anybody to begin with. If you asking them what it is that they value about you as an individual, you're afraid to ask them that question because you know in your heart of hearts that they don't really value much beyond what they take from you. Like, come on, y'all. And then, you know, we sit around and we're upset because we're like, oh, yeah, well, I don't have anybody. Well, no, it's not that you don't have anybody. You keep giving everything that you have to people who aren't giving you anything. And that's an active choice that you're making. But then we say it's the other person or I'm being used by these people. It's like, yeah, you're being used by these people because you're allowing them to use you. Right. Understand your life is a house and there's a door. There are windows. There are locks on your doors. Make sure people knock first. Make sure people let you know that they're coming over first. Right. Don't give people the keys to your house where they can just walk in. Make sure they have to knock first or ring a doorbell or let you know that they're coming. Like they have to acknowledge, right? Announce themselves. I'm sorry. They have to announce themselves and you get to decide what you do with that information. But if you're constantly walking around trying not to buck the system or, you know, wanting to do everything for everybody and make sure everybody's good. And then, you know, you have nothing at the end of the day and you, use, you know, being a caring person or empathic or not having expectations in your relationships as a, as a way to, to excuse yourself as a doormat, you're being very selfish. <laughs> you're being very selfish because you're not allowing other people to experience you. You're not allowing other people to experience the consequences that come with existing in relationship, Right. You're not allowing other people opportunities to grow. Why? Because you keep interfering. And you're interfering because you don't want to feel comfortable. You don't want to feel uncomfortable. 
It's selfish. <laughs> it's selfish, right? When we take care of other people to the point that we are no longer able to take care of ourselves and we are not being taken care of at all, that's selfishness. That's selfishness, y'all. Is is not a noble thing when when it's all said and done. If you're not speaking up for yourself, you're not advocating for yourself, you're not doing anything, that's being selfish. And I'm talking about in the healthiest way possible, right? Because that whole concept of, yeah, this person doesn't make me happy, whatever the case may be. Well, who are you expecting that person to be? Because that's selfish too, right? That's why I think companionship and compatibility is is very important to recognize in your in your prospects of anybody. You know, I can value, like I, you know, talk about my friend Mal. The beauty about her as an individual is that she's very intentional. She does the work for herself as a person. And she's very intentional in her relationships because of it. So what do I value about her? She's a very intentional person. And she's intentional outside of our, our friendship, right? Sometimes when you ask somebody, hey, what is it that you value about me? And they tell you all the things that make them feel good. That's a telltale sign. Because again, you know, I can value her as an individual and I see how she moves through life. And I value that. That's dope. Has nothing to do with me. But it's dope, right? So when we go around saying, oh, yeah, this person doesn't make me happy anymore, whatever the case may be, it's a difference between, you know, expecting somebody to be your happiness, right, versus adding to it, and somebody who does make you miserable because they have poor relationship hygiene. Like, it's a big difference. So when you say those things, the goal is to not find somebody who completes you, right? The goal is to find somebody who complements you. And that's a whole nother work and a whole nother episode in itself. But it's important to understand what dialogue you're having with your internal person, right? What are you saying to this person? Yeah, everybody I come across has to make me happy. No, that's not it. People don't have to necessarily make you happy, but they should not be compromising your peace and your happiness, if that makes sense. Okay? Always being in agreement is an act of selfishness. The reason why is because you want so much for people to like an idea of you versus actually allowing them to experience you. You're selfish. You're holding out. <laughs> right? You're holding out. You're not allowing people to experience you. Your ups, your downs, your likes, your dislikes. Right? Leaving relationships that don't take care of you. Right? In the sense of like people being respectful or being reciprocal or being intentional. Right? You not leaving those relationships is an act of selfishness. Because you want things to be quote unquote okay. And they're not okay for you, but you want the other person to feel at peace with how they're treating you. It's like, that's being selfish because you are not allowing them to experience the consequences that they need to experience, especially when it comes to you. Right? Relationships need to have some element of consequence because it's information, right? It's feedback, okay? And when we have those moments of consequences, moments of opportunity for growth, now what somebody does with that information is solely up to them, and you could decide moving forward, okay, this is how this person treats your relationship. You see what I'm saying? But beyond that, it's like 
if you are withholding or preventing that, you are now being very selfish. So be a little bit more generous. <laughs> be a little bit more selfless. And the way you do that is, again, by having boundaries. I know that's a, a, a buzzword these days, but boundaries. And the truth about what a boundary looks like and what it sounds like, it's not just, I'll use an example. Um, I don't like how you talk to me. It's not a boundary. A boundary is a complete sentence, right? Hey, listen, I don't like how I'm being treated. And truth be told, I cannot participate in any relationship where I'm being treated this way. Or, hey, how you're talking to me seems a little misdirected. And I am not going to engage in any kind of conversation if this continues to be the dialogue or exchange that we're having. Nah, we're good. That's a boundary. Right. Because it gives somebody a, uh, a consequence to the behavior. Right. Sometimes people are like, yeah, no is a complete sentence. No is a boundary. And some instances. Yeah. Right. Um, but overall, there needs to be a statement of um, completion. Right. When you have a boundary. OK, because, it, again, it allows a person an opportunity to uh, rise to the occasion. Right. And it may look different and sound different, but understand this is like if you are typically having a continuous pattern with somebody who's kind of disrespectful or mishandles you, that's an issue. Or let's say somebody always is, is flaky. Right. Or they're inconsistent with how they handle you or show up or whatever. Let them know, hey, look, right now I don't have the space to deal with inconsistency. So if there's like, if you can't follow through on plans when we're supposed to have plans or you keep flaking, I'm not really going to participate in this relationship anymore. I can't. That's a boundary. Right. And whatever they do with that is whatever they do with that. Right. The beauty is this. We always want to know that the people we have around us want to be around us to participate in the relationship, not just for themselves, but also for the betterment of us, too. So when you have boundaries, that filters a lot of things and a lot of people out. When you stop being selfish, that filters a lot of things and a lot of people out, right? Overextending yourself and being a people pleaser is an act of selfishness. Why? Because in your head, you're like, if I give and if I continue to give, maybe they'll eventually like me and love me back, right? So it's in hopes that people value you, right? Instead of them just valuing you for who you are, you're doing all these things for people to value. And then what happens when you don't get it back? Well, you become resentful, you become bitter, you start rejecting yourself. That's selfish. That's selfish. And I understand coming from a place of like, well, you know, I know what it feels like to not have or to not be supported when I need support. So I'm going to make sure I do this for other people. Be healthy about it, though, because you can do that, but still recognize up until this point, I still haven't really been supported the way I deserve to. So I'm going to still look out for myself as well. You get what I'm saying? So there are so many layers to how we navigate and how we move that we need to be mindful of, that we need to be cognizant of. Because while we think that we are being the Mother Teresa's of the world, we're actually being very selfish. Right? And then somebody's like, well, I didn't ask you to do those things. And you're like, you motherfucker. <laughs> right? So we have to be a little less selfish and a lot more generous with our authentic selves. 
right? Because when we are authentic and we're generous with our authenticity, that allows people to be exactly who they are. That gives us room to decide where they belong, right? And that just keeps a fluidity of relationships going from there. Okay? I hope that made sense, guys. I hope this helps you, right? If you're struggling to, to speak up or say something that's on your chest, think about it. Me withholding information that potentially will free me and the other person, that's me being selfish. Me not wanting to um, make a big deal out of my feelings and, and me thinking that this other person is going to leave if I speak up, that's being selfish. Okay? Be generous with the idea that you deserve respect. You don't demand it, but you deserve to be treated like a fucking human. Be generous with that idea and practice that. Especially if you're willing to show up for other people and be present for them. All right. It's two ways. You get me? I hope you guys have an amazing week. Yeah. Um, if you haven't, if you're if you're new, you're a newcomer here. Um, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, leave a rating, leave a review. I haven't done that in a while, but yeah, if you listen on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can leave a rating. It helps boost the podcast, puts it into the algorithm, allows more ears to tune in. Um, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, extended episodes, um, bonus content ad free, uh, or even become an Apple subscriber. I dropped some new merch uh <laughs> for the podcast recently i think it was like a quiet kind of release um e-journal is available the coloring book is still available um coaching mm, so many things guys so many things but yeah if you have any questions shoot me an email the podcast at gmail.com and bu- 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 all the links to the goodies will be in the um the episode description of this episode but yeah with all that being said take care of yourselves be a little bit more generous <laughs> with who the hell you are all right because that also takes care of others all right take flight